Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. It has been a long while, but we are back in the Gospel of Mark today, chapter 10, starting in verse 1. Then Jesus left Capernaum and went down to the region of Judea and into the area east of the Jordan River. Once again, crowds gathered around him, and as usual, he was teaching them. Some Pharisees came and tried to trap him with this question. Should a man be allowed to divorce his wife? Jesus answered them with a question. What did Moses say in the law about divorce? Well, he permitted it, they replied. He said a man can give his wife a written notice of divorce and send her away. But Jesus responded, He wrote this commandment only as a concession to your hard hearts. But God made them male and female from the beginning of creation. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. Since they are no longer two but one, let no one split apart what God has joined together. Later, when he was alone with his disciples in the house, they brought up the subject again. He told them, whoever divorces his wife and marries someone else commits adultery against her. And if a woman divorces her husband and marries someone else, she commits adultery. The Pharisees are trying to trap Jesus here, and depending on the Bible translation you use, we see that they are either trying to trap or test Jesus. The sentiment is the same. They are trying to entice Jesus to take the bait, to take this trap, and they ask him a pretty loaded question about what his view is on divorce. Now, we ask ourselves, where is the trap? It's a hostile question is what they ask here. The trap is viewed in how he's going to respond to their question about divorce. And it comes back to geography. This may not seem like it's dependent on where Jesus is when he's asked this question, but it matters an incredible amount here because they are being pretty sneaky about how they are trying to trap Jesus. We take a look at the beginning of Mark chapter 10 and the first few verses, and we see where Jesus is in the nation of Israel. And he is back in Herod's jurisdiction as he is around Capernaum, down around the Jordan River on the east side of that river in the area of Galilee. This is a part of the country that Herod is in charge of. And this is the same Herod who arrested Jesus' cousin, John. And remember why John was arrested? He was arrested for calling out Herod for his own unlawful marriage. He had called him out because he had married his brother's wife, and John had said, that's wrong, that is adultery, and because of the unpopular statement about John's stance on marriage, he was arrested and later executed. Jesus' statement here could cause Herod to also arrest him, removing him from the picture, right? So sneaky, tricky, but the Pharisees don't anticipate that Jesus doesn't take the bait. Instead, he takes their question and answers it with a question of his own. He says, well, what does Moses say? He points them back to their own text. He points them back to the law. And specifically, Deuteronomy chapter 24, 1 is how they respond back, right? Well, he permits it, right? He gave us the okay that it's possible for divorce to take place. A man can give his wife a written notice of divorce and send her away. Divorce is permitted in the law. And this is what Jesus is getting at. And he's trying to use their trap as an opportunity to teach them a greater element of what's at play in the law. The law is there, Jesus says, because of your sinful tendencies. It is because of your hard hearts that this concession was made. Even though 
that's not, even though this is allowed, it's permitted, that does not mean that this is what God desires. This is more of an allowance of when this happens, here's how you should handle it. Here's how you should proceed if someone is going to get divorced. Still, this is not what God desires. What God desires is something else. And Jesus shows us what that way is. The teaching here shows us how broken our world is. Because what God desires is for a man to leave his father and mother and to be joined to his spouse, and the two are united in one, right? And the husband and his wife become one flesh. And since they are no longer two separate people, they, in being united in marriage, and even through the sexual relationship that's involved there, become something new and something different. And they leave their own families and forge something new and beautiful. And that is what God desires for our relationships with our spouse, is that we pursue his desire, even though these allowances for divorce are made. Divorce and remarriage results in adultery, right? Because when we get married, we make a vow in front of our friends, in front of our family, and in front of God that we will remain faithful through thick and thin, through sickness and health, through good times and bad, that we will remain faithful to our spouse. Jesus shows us how broken our world is through this teaching, right? Because when we look at this text, what we tend to come at this text with is the response back to Jesus of the yeah, but, you know, what about, or we come at it with the, yeah, but but what if, and in doing that, we're leaving, we're trying to find exceptions, we're trying to find loopholes here, and Jesus leaves no room for exceptions. There is no gray area with God about this. This is what God intends, and anything other than that is sin. So when we come and try and find loopholes, it shows us how broken we are to try and figure out how, in what circumstances is this acceptable? Well, yeah, but if God knew what I was going through, then maybe this, he wouldn't say, no, there is no wiggle room here. This is what God desires for us. And this is what a healthy relationship looks like. And Jesus is teaching us that through our sinful tendencies. Marriage is to be entered into and treated with high honor. And, and really, when you think about it, if you're coming into marriage and you're looking as a married person to try and find a loophole to try and get out of it, that is the very epitome of something that is not healthy. That is not a healthy view of marriage and what God desires. So as we look at the Pharisees trying to trap Jesus, it is great to be able to see, again, be reminded of what God desires for us and not just our relationships with each other, but especially our relationship with our spouse. So that being said, our takeaway question today, what is the foundation of a healthy marriage? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.